Many are the sights to be seen in Greece, and many are the wonders to be heard. But on nothing does heaven bestow more care than on the Eleusian rites and the Olympic Games. Pausanias While they are still well known, the Olympic Games of ancient Greece are more relevant today than most people know. The ways in which athletic sports pervade contemporary culture is comparable only to the spirit of athleticism in Hellenic Greece. Today, a large section of the media industry is devoted exclusively to sports, and in some nations, sports even figures as a critical component of their identity. In America, the Super Bowl could be considered a holiday of sorts, and of course, today's Olympic Games capture the attention of millions and millions of people around the world for two weeks. The ancient Olympic Games were all these things, and then some. It was a ritualized spectacle of great cultural importance in Greece, as well as an international communion that celebrated both diversity and unity. But most importantly, it was an ode to the strength of the human body and a paean to the vigor of the human spirit. For over a thousand years, from the 8th century B.C. to the 4th century A.D., competitors and spectators traveled from all over Europe and Asia Minor to attend the legendary contests, bringing with them not only their passion for athletics, but also their poetry, music, arts, and ideas. The ancient historian Strabo captured the spirit well when he described the Olympics. The glory of the temple persisted, on account both of the festal assembly and of the Olympic Games, in which the prize was a crown, and which were regarded as sacred, the greatest games in the world. The temple was adorned by its numerous offerings, which were dedicated there from all parts of Greece. Despite their international character, the ancient Olympic Games belonged exclusively to the Greeks, even though prior to Alexander the Great, ancient Greece consisted mostly of small city-states that warred constantly with each other. The Olympic Games served to assemble them and allow them to appreciate the commonality of their customs, gods, language, and other cultural characteristics, the very things that made them Greek. The historian Pausanias explained just how important the games were to the Greeks and their sense of pride by discussing one of the Olympics' best athletes. Satides, at the 99th festival, was victorious in the long race and proclaimed a Cretan, as in fact he was. But at the next festival, he made himself an Ephesian, being bribed to do so by the Ephesian people. For this act... He was banished by the Cretans. The Olympic Games were among the most ancient of the Greek festivals, and they were widely considered the greatest among them by all ancient contemporaries, as captured by the words of Pindar. Water is best, and gold, like a blazing fire in the night, stands out supreme of all lordly wealth. But if, my heart, you wish to sing of contests, look no further for any star warmer than the sun, shining by day through the lonely sky, and let us not proclaim any contest greater than Olympia. From there glorious song unfolds the wisdom of poets when they arrive at the rich and blessed hearth of Hieron, who wields the scepter of law in Sicily of many flocks, 
reaping every excellence at its peak, and is glorified by the choicest music, which we men often play around his hospitable table. Olympian 1.1 Olympian 1.1 However, despite the game's popularity, there is little record regarding how, where, or when the festival originated, or what the first festivals looked like. In fact, the Greeks themselves turned to a number of mythical accounts, each of which has their own set of variants. One of the most popular accounts held that the festival was founded by Heracles. The tale begins with Heracles's fifth labor, which was an act of penance carried out by the Greek hero after killing his own wife and his six sons during an episode of madness inflicted upon him by Hera.